Well, thank you, Francis, and a bunch of other people as well, because we threw down the gauntlet. We asked the question, what do you, the innominate listeners of this show, want to be called as a collective grouping? Which is also a throwback from the word of the day. Exactly. Which was innominate, something that doesn't have a name or categorization. Right. So. What is it going to be? What's uh, what's the name of the uh, hashtag listeners of the show going to be? Right. Well, We've got to come up with something. Francis had one suggestion, which was this. Our nation ought to be hashtag ABCs. That's my suggestion. ABCs. Okay, the ABCs. And ABCs. It could be the what? C stands for coalition. Uh, oh, that's C could a good be, one. C could be what? Uh, I don't know. Another listener texted in and said, how about the Fab Pack? Fans of Ashley and Brad. That's F-A-B. cute, too. So there's a couple of ideas out there. but uh, we'll How's st- it going to look on a t-shirt and a keychain and a bumper sticker? <laughs> I don't know. I, exactly. Where's the merch tie-in to all of this? That's really what we're doing. Exactly. We're just looking for the merch angle. Let's be honest. <laughs> but anyway, um, you can also chime in with what you think it should be. You, the listeners of the show, 888-922-7234, or the email, which is ab at ashleybradradio.com. Astute followers of the astute and nominately endowed leadership is what Francis also said. Wow, so. that's a that's a. I know. That might be harder to fit on a bumper sticker. Exactly. Two on those, <laughs> and let's get to some news. The Roundup with Ashley Page. Well, radiology company Radnet is trying out a pioneering new pilot program with Walmart, taking yearly mammogram screenings to the stores. Early detection is paramount. And what? They already have eye, you can get your eyes checked. You can get all kinds a of stuff A mammogram there. in Walmart is well, a punchline waiting to happen. But listen, it's really important for early detection. The survival rate for cancers caught in stage one is 99%. And here's something else. Uh About 90% of Americans live within 10 miles of a Walmart and you don't need a physician's referral for this. You know where this is heading. Because then you're going to get your prostate exam at Walmart as well. (laughs) Listen, if you go shopping together, maybe you can... (laughs) I mean, come on. I know it's where America shops and all, but... (laughs) Well, it's apparently mm. where America gets checked out, too. (laughs) Moon River. So chances are you're doing your laundry all wrong. At least according to laundry expert Patrick Richardson. Okay. Richardson, known as the laundry evangelist, suggests only using two tablespoons only of detergent per load. He said using too much can actually trap dirt in and make your clothes dirtier. Uh-oh. He also advises against using those detergent pods for the same reason. I've I never used a pod in my life. I, the day they came out, I'm nope. like, that's brilliant. Nope. I've, I've had, Liquid haven't looked rules. back in years. Like, that's what they are. I, but, yeah, but I don't know. It's just <gasps> easier to pour it in, pour I the liquid. And now I'm going to make two, sta- two tablespoons to make it last longer. Wow. That's I, what I'm going to do. I can't believe that. I, that just seems like such a little amount. Okay. I don't know. So the Tom Petty estate has assembled a new tribute album that features country music finest. Petty Country is due out May 31st. I'm telling you, I'm going to be wow. first in line for this. Wow. Features Willie Nelson, Dolly Parton, Chris Stapleton, Marty Stewart, George wow. Strait. So many. Two former heartbreakers are also going to be on the album. Mike Campbell and Ben Montench. The first single is a song that I I used to love until Silence of the Lambs came out. Oh, American Girl. Yes, yeah. and it's but it's Dirks Bentley's version, and oh, it wow. sounds really, really good. That's on YouTube right now. Okay. But the track listing, wow, awesome. Okay. That's your news roundup. Ashley and Brad.
Welcome in, everybody. Here it is, the 27th day of February for 2024. It's day 58 of the year. There are only 308 days left. I mean, Christmas will be here before we know it, everybody. So That's right. Start shopping. Who's got the birthdays? We're going to tell you right at the very top. Joanne Woodward is now 94 years old. Is that the one I made the mistake on? Every year. Okay. You always do. Yeah, okay. Because I got Woodward. her confused with Joanne Worley one year, which you That's found right. hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> no. This is uh, Paul Newman's wife. Okay. Uh, she's now 94. Happy birthday. He is unsafe at any speed. Ralph Nader is turning 90 years old. Neil Sean, guitarist from uh, Journey, is now 70 years old. Timothy Spall, the actor, 67. James Worthy, NBA great, 63. Adam Baldwin, not one of the Baldwin, Baldwin brothers. Really? I thought they were, I thought everybody with the last name Baldwin was no. related. They have a lot of brothers and in that family. I'm sure got that his entire career. <laughs> I'm but no, sure he has. From, oh my gosh, Serenity, My Bodyguard, so many others, 62. Grant Show, Melrose Place, 62. Josh Groban is 43 years old. I love Josh Groban. Yeah, he's so good. Kate Mara is 41. Jay Wow from the Jersey Shore is 38. That's Jenny Farley. I'm sure you knew that. I'm sure I did. It happened on this date in history in 1951. The 22nd Amendment to the Constitution limiting presidents to two terms was ratified. Uh, in 1955, all this date, everybody, you can tell that it's going to be something about radio when I start putting <laughs> on this start voice. start doing that. In 1955, <laughs> on this date in history, Billboard magazine reported for the first time the 45 RPM record was outselling the larger, heavier 78 RPM platters, everybody. <laughs> a little record with a big hole in the middle, everybody. <laughs> and the plastic insert. You had to have that insert or it wouldn't well, play. Yes, the plastic insert. Of course you had to have that. In 1974, People magazine was published for the first time. 50 years ago. Wow. And uh, it's still around? Yeah. yeah. Still yeah, on the they've newsstands. got a game show about it yeah. on the Game Show Network. Yeah. In, t- oh, in 2003, oh, we lost Fred Rogers on this date. Mr. Oh, Rogers. I, I know. Also, he was one of a kind. Oh, I know. And in 2015, we also lost Leonard Nimoy at the age of 83. Oh. Spock. Uh, that's going to tie in quite nicely with something we're going to do later on in the oh, show. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm sure you're looking forward to it. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> Special events for today. It's Kahlua Day, World Spay Day, Big Breakfast Day, Protein Day, Retro Day, hmm. Strawberry Day, No Brainer Day, and Pokemon Day. Well, Still. we are going to talk about one of those, so How about that? stick around. If you have a birthday in a special event, tell us when yours is, and we will celebrate with you. Dial the number 888-922-7234. Ashley and Brad. It's Ashley and Brad on the radio. Let's take a uh, little trip to your closet and take a peek inside. Let me go ahead and open up the closet door. Is that the same entrance to the game closet? Well, wow. I keep go my clothes the... in the game <laughs> closet. There you go. Well. You know how it works. <laughs> uh, so well, I know for a fact in my closet, mm-hmm. I know right now there is one shirt that still has a tag on it. Ooh. Now, this is a shirt that was given to me for Christmas. Probably, it's got to be greater than four years ago. And, and it you still never, has a tag on it. Do you not like the shirt? I'm always on the bubble about it. <laughs> I'm so always return like, and get something you want. Well, it's a little past the point of that at this well, point. Probably I mean, now. Although it still has a tag, you never know. They still might take it back. They might. But I'm just like, mm. So every time you yeah. spring clean that closet, you look at it, you go, well, I don't try, I haven't, I'm gonna, and I'm going to stick it right back. And I do. And I've even worn it once with the tag. With the tag on it? With the tag still inside. Because it's near the collar. And I've just put it in the, I'm like, mm, okay. let me let me give it a test run out in the public. And still nothing. And I'm still like, mm, And yet you know. kept it. And I still have it. Hmm. 
But that's not, um, believe me, you've got tons of stuff with tags still on it. <laughs> not tons. Uh, not tons. Uh, not, all right, okay. dozens then. So, well, so here's what happened. Yeah. So you and I have to emcee events um, yeah. often, and sometimes they're dressier, sometimes they're more casual. And so I've got to, and I'm not a dress person per se, So I have, but I have to buy dresses for these things. Yeah. And so I'll buy them, but they're in there with the tags on because I haven't quite worn them yet. I see. So probably I will at some point if I have now, are to. You, are you of but, the opinion as a female that you can never wear the same dress twice at an event? Uh, it depends on the event. If it's like a super formal event, I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to buy something but else. But there's a, so there's a buy, black dress event that you have to wear a black dress to. Yes, and so I buy new black dresses. And, Every okay. time? Well, mm-hmm. I have, As your unofficial so CPA <laughs> accountant, let me tell you. I'm not the only one, though. Here's the thing. They said... This is the time a lot of people, you just associate spring cleaning with the closet. They said many people have probably a few hundred dollars worth of clothes that they don't ever wear that maybe they could donate. But here's the thing. 65% of us say there is at least one item in the closet with a tag still on. And I do have, I have one. on a couple. Yeah. A couple dozen. Wow. <laughs> no, no, not a couple dozen. Shoes. I bet I, you have shoes still with the price tag no, still in them. No, no. Mm-mm. I may not have worn them, but I've taken the tags oh, off of them. Because I don't think so. you can return those. I don't know. I never sure really you could. tried to return the shoes. Let's, you, let, I let usually me take just your, keep them. All right, fine. I'll take my four-year-old shirt back and your shoes back this week. Ashley and Brad. Expanding your vocabulary each and every day here on the Ashley and Brad Show. That's what we're doing, which brings our tally to 243 words we've given you so far. The anniversary is coming up soon. But if you want to see this list of words, by all means, go to our website, Ashley Brad Radio. You'll see the link at the top for these words of the day. Today's word is an interesting word. I didn't know it had a name, but I do use this all the time. What do you mean you didn't know it had a name? Well, you'll you'll find out why, but it's an English word from the 1960s. Okay. It's interabang. 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 That's how they're saying it. Oh, isn't that with the... Exclamation after a... Yeah, okay. Interabang is the word for it that I go ahead and spell that. And then we'll discuss its meaning. Uh, Okay. Well, I could just do phonetical. I-N-T-E-R-A-B-A-N-G. Is... Ooh, so close. uh, It's I-N-T-E-R-R-O-B-A-N-G. Two R's in a row. Got it. Interabang... Interabang... Is a non-standard punctuation mark that indicates a question expressed in an exclamatory manner. Yeah, so it's the question mark, uh, exclamation point. Question but, mark, exclamation point. But they have it written t- literally on top of each other. It's the question mark and exclamation all in one. Oh, I've never seen it like well, that. Well, that's what they're well, saying. Well, then they need an emoji because if they don't have well, an emoji, then... So I use the exclamation and question mark together often in huh. texts, but it, that's what it's called. It's called an interabang. And I'm designing a new typeface, which will include modern symbols such as arrows and the interabang. Mm-hmm. It can also be typed as question mark, exclamation, or vice versa. But they're combining it into one easy-to-use symbol. I didn't know you could it, do it in I, one symbol. I, I didn't either. I mean, back in the old days of the typewriter, you could go back and type over it. But I don't know how you'd do it today. Maybe there's a... That's there's what I'm a, saying. They need an emoji. I, I think, think it's, someone's got to do it. It's perhaps already in the keyboard somewhere with a secret shortcut, I think. Ashley and Brad. Well, thanks, Wayne. We see your text here. You got in touch with us. He said, thanks for recommending The Pale Blue Eye. He watched it over the weekend. Great movie, he said. Nice. And also, thanks, Coach. I'm going to read exactly the way he wrote it. Okay. Okay. I know they told Ashley what to say. 
Peyton was great. Dan Marino, great. T. Brady, great. Eli Manning, good. Coach Rick. Yeah, maybe that's in reference to the Chad, Chad Powers Power show the new thing. Hulu, that, Hulu show coming. Right, right. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know either. But Sometimes that, if it's been a couple of days, you may have to remind us what we were talking about because uh, once it leaves my mouth, I yeah, have no... It could be a few <laughs> minutes and I'm like, what were we talking about? <laughs> I forget. Thanks, Are we Dory from <laughs> Finding Nemo? Sometimes. Thanks, Coach Rick, for getting in touch and thanks, Wayne. 888 is the phone number. Let's get to news. The Roundup with Ashley Page. Well, recent research out of the University of California, San Diego is shedding new light on the connection between muscle mass and heart health, especially in men. Unlike previous assumptions that more muscle means a lower risk of heart disease, this study found that men with larger abdominal muscle areas uh, actually have a six time greater risk of heart problems. So you're saying don't have big abs. I'm saying maybe my non-working out is to to my benefit. (laughs) I thought you'd spin it that way. Well, if you'd like... The most unique neighborhood in your front yard, there's a variety of petunias that actually glow in the dark. They're now available for sale. They're called the firefly petunia. They can be grown in pots, baskets, gardens. They reach about 10, 8 to 10 inches in size. They look white during the day, but in the dark, they glow kind of a faint green. Oh, they look, interesting. Yeah, they look pretty cool. So Stars has announced that Dermot Mulroney has joined the cast of the new eight-episode drama series, The Hunting Wives. Okay. Mulroney will play Jed Banks, a fifth-generation oil man, alpha millionaire, and the husband of trophy wife Margot, played by Malin Ackerman. Ooh, I love her. Production is going to start in Charlotte, North Carolina this spring. And that's your News Roundup. Ashley and Brad. It's Ashley and Brad on the radio. Thanks for being a part of this old-time medium. It's lasting, and it's, it's standing the test of time. Abs- every time. Absolutely. If they, Like you always say, if they make uh, cars with radios in them, we'll be on it. That's right. So thanks for being a part of it, even though, of course, there's many other technologies of out course. there that could perhaps usurp it. But, well, but in the name of technology, things move at a pretty yeah. quick pace. Because the first time you might hear of something, you're like, oh, that's never going to take off. Well... Yeah. But then sometimes it does. Uh, so we all had record collections, and they're like, wait, they're going to make it digitized so you can. Yeah. So who has physical copies of any music anymore? Not a lot of people. And that's something I think a lot of people made fun of initially. Yeah. They were like, oh, how are you going to. It's like YouTube. Right. YouTube came around. They were just. Who's going to watch videos right. on the computer every day? Well, founders of YouTube are laughing at us all now. Uh, they're like, sure. ha, 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 we're billionaires. Yeah. They said rideshare services. Oh, don't don't get in cars with strangers. Right. We learned that our whole life. Don't get in a car with a stranger. Yeah. Until they pull up to your house and say, are you Brad? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think I, sure. I'll go with you. I know. So, you know, we made fun of them. We're like, who would do? And look at us now. Uh Online dating. They said in 1995, the very first dating website came out. Right. And listen, about four years ago, I went on a few of these. It was the lowest common denominator of humanity. So maybe it's changed. I don't know. Okay. But also on the video, with the video calling, the Zoom, Mm -hmm. people were like, who would want to do that? Okay. We all kind of had to for a little bit, but I think we like it. Okay. Uh, they said Crocs. Yeah. When those first came out. I'd still say they're mock worthy. 
I'm it still depends. not a fan of the uh, plastic foam shoe. Some of them are really cool. Like if you wear them outside when it's raining, it, they're perfect. I mean, for, gar- for gardening, you're like, okay, something could slip on and be outside. Yeah, but to wear as a fashion. Well, a lot of celebrities do. They they uh, love well, them. Well, you and know, so- I take all of my marching orders from <laughs> celebrities. So how about you guys? What do you remember from you know 20, 15, 20 years ago? And you thought that is so never going to take off. Well, it was twenty four years ago. We could mock about uh, Y two K, but at the time, people were legitimately <laughs> right? like, "Ooh, they were freaked ha- out." Happen? I don't know. Let us know what you would mock twenty years hence. Triple eight nine two two seven two three four. Ashley and Brad. Join in the discussion here, listener, at 888-922-7234 because we're always asking for your thoughts and opinions on these things. Text away, call away. This would be one of them. Let's talk about our modern life. So you go to the store, you buy a product, Mm -hmm. whatever that product is. Chances are, if you open that package, there will be instantly uh, uh, an instruction manual that comes with it. Or at least a little pamphlet or leaflet or something something in there. Even, I mean, pots and pans will still have instructions, like care instructions. Well, that's important, I think. Is it really, though? Because whoever sits and reads the care instruction for a pot, you're just going to cook with it. And, and just wash it. Some and that's people it. then use metal in there, and that's not good. It can well, scrape it. It can cause... Pr- and once those are scraped, you're not supposed to use them. There's a number of products you're like, do we really need to have yeah, instructions I for I this? I got one with my blow dryer. I'm <laughs> okay. Like, I'm like, who who doesn't know to plug well, it and uh, use it on you, your okay. hair? Plus, not just the instructions, but the sticker tags that are on the on the cord itself right about the electrocution uh, right. we get okay, okay we understand that and, uh, but they said 92 percent of us throw instructions away without ever using them okay. and then you know i i do some put together furniture yeah. and i got it and right. I, I needed you always those. need to read that stuff. well uh, yeah exactly but do you sometimes, not read that is what you're saying time, well often, what are all these leftover pieces for <laughs> <laughs> but i think what about a qr code on there if you need it like well, in five years you go back and you're like oh you know what and just scan something most everything well okay for example old technology i have lots of it right mm-hmm. so if i need to go back and go oh how does this thing work again there are any number of websites of that have old manuals. Well, do you keep your manuals? No, not generally. I found one the other day from my food processor because it wasn't working, and I'm like, oh, I need to figure out why this isn't working. Although I can tell you right now in our kitchen, we have an entire drawer filled with nothing but manuals. From- and so why would you keep those? I- Good question. Oh. We could probably throw them all away. <laughs> probably could. But it, it, I mean, like the refrigerator. Oh, it comes with the menu. Oh, we'll just put that in the drawer. When was the last time you used that refrigerator manual? No, I never. Uh, no, because I go online and read the instructions right. from somewhere else. I watch a YouTube video on exactly. how to <laughs> right. fix it. Ashley and Brad. Well, when it comes to snack food, he said here on the Ashley and Brad show, opening it up the break after the music. There are uh, lots of things that I would go towards. The chip mm-hmm. being the number one. Right. Probably a corn chip, a flavored corn chip if I had to choose. Right. Potato chips down the list, but... But do you like the flavored potato chips? Like the sour um, cream and onion? Yeah, I do. The cheddar or whatever? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, barbecue. The plain ones, I just, after like three or four of them, I'm like, mm, yeah, I've had enough. Yeah. The those corn are, chip, though. Oof. You could probably eat those all day long. All day. But so here's the interesting thing. Would you try or be interested in picking up the package of a sweet potato chip? Not not, not a sweet, sweet potato, potato chip. Not the orange right. chip. No. Right, right, right. Which but, I would say, no thank so, you. I know you would. Right away. But what about something that was sweet flavored? Because they just spray that powder flavor oh, on know. there so they could make it anything. I mean, okay. 
good question because kettle corn is sweet and salty. Right. That I could eat vats of. Okay. All the time. So as long as there's the salty component, you're fine. But the sweet potato, like barbecue, good example. It has a sweet, right? Has a sweet flavor to it, and it's salty. And I'm just not quite a huge fan of them. Okay. Because it's a little. It's a mixed message. To so, my like palate. a churro chip, you wouldn't probably take off the shelves. No. Well, because there's a not. new one. It's only going to be available at Walmart. Uh, but yeah. IHOP is doing this co- collaboration. Syrup chips. Uh, the Rudy Tootie Fresh and Fruity. <laughs> it's a, it's a strawberry kind of flavored. Ch- no. Strawberry potato chip. No. Oh, no. See, that sounds yeah, no. a little. Interest. I think no. if I saw it, I would go. I'll pick up a bag of those. Mm, yo, so <laughs> I might try a, a like handful if I picked or two. up a bag, you would <laughs> maybe. I'll have some. But <laughs> how about you guys? What do you guys think about sweet, sweet potato chips? Let us know. Triple eight nine AB Radio, and send us a bag. Ashley and Brad. Well, thanks, Mike H. We see your text here. Yes, I I knew that Matthew McConaughey was referencing Jim Morrison when he said, all right, all right, all right, from the live recording of uh, one of the Doors concerts. Oh, that's really? Where he, that's where he lifted that line from. Oh, I didn't know that. But he himself, Matthew McConaughey, was like, okay, I'm about to be on film for the very first time. Mm-hmm. What do I, what's my, what's my character going to, and you just thought of, all right, all right, all right. Okay. And the legend was born from that moment. But anyway, thanks, Mike. And yeah. Send some Amazon gift cards our way. We won't say no to them. <laughs> I'll never turn one of those down. Uh, and also, thanks, Katie, who says, yes, having a credit score, everyone's got one. The trick is to have a really good one. That's the point. So thanks for getting but, in touch, listeners, hmm. as you often do at 888-922-7234. Easier said than done on that. Here's news. The Roundup with Ashley Page. Well, radiology company Radnet is trying out a premiering new pilot program with Walmart taking yearly mammogram screenings to their stores. Many of them already have the vision screening, and early detection is paramount when it comes to breast cancer. In fact, early survival rates caught in stage one is about 99%. And 90% of Americans live within 10 miles of a Walmart. It kind of seems like a no-brainer. Sure. Uh, Physicians' referrals not even required. So maybe while you're shopping, you could, you know, go in and... Make sure that it's a licensed professional, however. (laughs) Well, you would... Hey, lady. Exactly. (laughs) Give it tests. Would you like a mammogram? Right. Yeah, no. They're licensed and yes. Okay. Right. (laughs) Well, chance Chances are you're doing your laundry all wrong, at least according to laundry expert Patrick Richardson. Richardson, also known as the laundry evangelist, says we only need two tablespoons of detergent a load. Now, on the instructions, it tells you, like, to fill that cap full. They said too much actually traps dirt in, makes your clothes dirtier. He yeah. also advises against using those detergent pods for the same reason, but I I'm pods. definitely on the side I of using it. far less than you should probably put in yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, I it does show you on that thing, and I'm like, yeah. that's a lot and, of stuff. And a lot of these are HE high efficiency right. anyway these days, yeah. so you're supposed to use a lot less. Well, I just love the pod, though. I just and really And let's do. just say that there's somebody in my household who uses a lot more. Uh-oh. That I was like, what? <laughs> how much you use you how much? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What are we buying stock in oh this? Oh, my gosh. So popular children's series Bluey is going to debut its first special on Disney Plus April 14th. It's called The Sign, and it will mark Bluey's longest ever episode at 28 minutes. Bluey, if you don't know, because my kids are grown and I didn't. It's cute. Is an Australian animated series following the dog Bluey. It was number one for preschoolers and kids 
and the number two most streamed series across all audiences last year. So very amazing. suspicious, though. A blue dog for kindergartners. Haven't we seen this what before? What about Blue's Clues? Blue's, Blue's Clues, exactly. That's what I remember. That's what right. my kids grew exactly. up on. Hmm. Exactly. And that's your news roundup. Ashley and Brad. It's Ashley and Brad on the radio. Oh, it's time to chalk up, everybody. <laughs> Stand face-to-face, toe-to-toe in the arena as we play Battle of the Sexes. That's right. It's the trivia game that's uh, tailor-made for the men and the women. Yeah. Each of the questions are uh, specific. I'm about to get a bunch of t- a bunch of car maintenance questions, aren't I? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but I will say this. What? Today was the day, uh, what was it, uh, a few years ago, many years ago, uh, that Leonard Nimoy passed away. Right. And, and I so know I he thought, was Spock. I thought, how appropriate no. that today I give you some trivia questions about Mr. Spock. Can I have car maintenance instead? Uh, no. <laughs> no. So you will have Aww. some questions okay. regarding... Just him only? Yeah. I thought, Just sure. his character. Oh, yeah. Okay. Space. The final <laughs> frontier. These are the voyages of Ashley and Brad as they play Battle of the Sexes for Mr. Spock questions specifically. Okay. Uh, all right. Let's start with some easy ones. Okay. Mr. Spock is half human and half what? Robot. <laughs> is that your final answer? Well, uh, can I get some okay. Android? The, yes, I will give you Droid? the options. Vulcan, Klingon, or Romulan. Oh, I know it's Vulcan. You do know now, he's Vulcan. Now that you say that, okay. I remember that because it was something. Okay. We had a, a thing not too long ago and someone said that their blood is black. And then remember we t- oh, had a please, thing about their that? Their blood is green. Come green, on. green. Yeah. That was it. Come that was on. it. Uh, what is Mr. Spock's role on the Enterprise? Is he security officer, engineer, science officer, helmsman? Mr. Spock. Is, is there an all of the above is, category? Uh, no, there is not. Um, what is he on the Enterprise? He is mm-hmm. security officer, engineer, science officer, helmsman. Um, the first one, security. Security officer is. Oh, I'm sorry. That's incorrect. He's science officer. Mm. Science officer. So what does he do? He's in charge of science. Any, any life forms, any planets, he's the guy you go to. Okay. Mr. Spock, bring us a life report on the planet surface. Okay. Um, oh, this was a big deal. Uh-oh. Spock uh-huh. is killed in which film? Star Trek, the motion picture. Star Trek, the Wrath of Khan. Star Trek, the search for Spock. Well, if they're searching for him, he's probably already dead. So maybe that one of those other ones. Interesting. Is that right? You, with, uh, yes, you are. Okay, okay. So it's one of the other three. Uh-huh. What? Which one was released right before the search one? Because it would be that one. <laughs> I'm not going to tell okay. you this. <laughs> um, I don't know the order. The The Wrath sounds bad. So that one. The Wrath of Khan is correct. <gasps> yes. That was, that? oh boy, that, that was, was just a, a big stab deal. in the dark right there. Um, so Captain Kirk uh, okay. gives quite a stirring funeral speech to okay. Spock. He says, of all the souls I have encountered on my travels, his was the most puzzling, most human, darkest, most volcanic. Or were the other people all human and yeah. just he wasn't yeah. human? Right. I mean, so there was a couple of Klingons, but yeah. Okay, so the human one then. Exactly correct. Okay. Yes, because he was half Vulcan, half human. Well, so he's half and human. So, I know. He was half human, but he was often the most human is what he was saying. Okay. In his funeral speech. All right. All right, and there you go with some Spock trivia. Battle of the Sexes. 
Ashley and Brad. It's Ashley and Brad on the radio. It is time for part two. Yes. Brad. Oh, the sexes. Well, since I didn't get car maintenance questions, I got Klingon questions. Well, you know, uh, in uh, honor of Leonard Nimoy okay. for today. So then fine. I'm okay. going to go. I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go cosmetics for okay. you this time. All right. You actually know a lot about cosmetic <laughs> stuff, which is really. I have really, a wife. I pay attention. I know. A lot of people have wives. No, Then nobody knows this <laughs> stuff, but you do. Yeah. Okay. Uh, during the 17th and 18th centuries, women used drops from a poisonous plant to dilate their pupils. They thought that that was an attractive thing to do. Okay. Which toxic plant was used? I can give you three Yeah, please choices. do. Uh, oleander, castor bean oil, or belladonna? What uh, drops did they use? Well, yeah, I, I, because of the choices, I would I would think it would be belladonna since that was used for many different purposes. But it was, uh, yeah, I'm going to say that one. Actually, that's correct. Okay. See? But I, I didn't know about the drops in the eye in the pupils. Though. I didn't either. Huh. I figured that castor bean because I was... Yeah. Okay, you've heard of coenzyme Q10? Yes, CoQ10. Okay. CoQ10. Yes. It's found mm-hmm. in, it's in all, every cell of our bodies. Right. But this nutrient is particularly good at what? Regulating our blood sugar, supporting our lung health, or helping with wrinkles? Yeah, it's not the blood sugar... Uh, I've never heard it mentioned regarding insulin or anything like that. Um, and lung health, lung support. People take it as a supplement. Mm. What are they? Yeah, I don't think it's for. I, I think it's. Uh, I think it's like a collagen wrinkle thing. It is a collagen wrinkle okay. thing, probably because you knew it from my from my gold bond. I did. You did that kill Q10 one. The white. Oh, the, the one that came in the green bo- bottle. It was not. For sure? a, it was certainly not <laughs> in a green bottle came ever. In the green bottle. <laughs> it didn't. Okay. I even showed you pictures. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. Essential oils are commonly used in aerobotherapy. Okay. Uh, they're plant oils, and yeah. they use, you know, uh, they actually use them to scent a lot of just sure. creams and things like right. that. So they put lavender. Uh-huh. That's commonly used in skin creams. Why? Why is it put in there? Because it, it smells purdy. Well, it does smell purdy. Does it help with mood and anxiety, especially when applied near the nose? Does it reduce uh, blood pressure and heart rate, or does it sm- soothe soothe irritation? Ooh, I would almost say this is one of those uh, all of the above type things because it's used for a lot of nighttime relaxation stuff, which could be related to blood pr- lowering your blood pressure. Um, is there an all of the above option? There is not an okay, all of so the above Okay, so it's definitely option. one of them. It's one of them. It's okay. I- I'm going to say improves your mood. I'm going to use that one. The mood, especially when applied to yeah, the nose. Yeah, I'm going to say makes you relax. <laughs> I do love lavender. Yeah. Uh, it's actually because it calms things, so it soothes irritation. Oh. I didn't know that. Okay. I know. Well, I think it does the it, other two. It probably does. All right. Uh, which country consumes the most cosmetics per year on a per capita basis? Yeah. Which country uses the most per capita? Uh, okay. USA, yeah. South Korea, or Argentina? I think I know this because the most plastic surgery is done in Brazil. I believe, if that's still current uh, trends, you are correct on and that. And then, uh, and then after this, skincare is a huge deal. Yes, to America. Yes, uh, but I have known people who have reported from South Korea that it is a big deal over the there. The cosmetics or the skincare? The skincare. Okay, this is cosmetics. Which country S- consumes the most cosmetics oh. on a per capita basis? I'm going to... I'll... Mm, USA, South either. Korea, or Argentina. I'll, I'll stick with South Korea. Why it's not? right. Oh, You're right. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Ashley and Brad. 
Well, it's Ashley and Brad on the radio, and uh, just taking a look at a calendar, uh, reminding everybody that we're still in the middle of the Lenten season. Mm-hmm. It's going on until Easter, which is, I believe, March 31st this year. It is. So, you did you give up any 40 days of something? I did not. <laughs> okay. Did you? No. Okay. No. I, I, I don't traditionally do uh, something like that. Right. But I do. we do, of course, celebrate Easter, and we're looking forward to it. Yeah. So, and with um, the kids, yeah. especially... Because, I mean, when was the last time you had grown-ups going around collecting eggs? Well, we always we always have a uh, thing at our house. Um, we've hosted it for the last few years with an Easter egg hunt. So it's fun because the the adults love to hide the eggs. Okay, love to hide them, but you guys aren't knocking each other over no, to get to it. No. Exactly. No. It's for the kids. Right. It's for the kids. And Wirecutter and a bunch of other websites have some really great ideas. And you probably have done several of these before. Yeah. But... There are just some cute ones. I thought, these are just adorable. Okay. Like something I used to play all the time as a kid, and I actually saw a book of this in the store the other day. I went, I didn't even know they still made them. An Easter version of Mad Libs. Okay. So cute. What a fun thing to do with all the kids. All right. Easter Mary morning. and the disciples so, were blank so, when they arrived at the exactly. empty tomb. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. For- we need an adjective. <laughs> Um, on Easter morning, you can use any kind of uh, white baking ingredient, like flour or uh-huh. cornstarch or whatever, and leave little bunny tracks around the house. Oh, okay. So cute. Right. Or sidewalk chalk if you're doing it outside. Yeah. Adorable. Uh, shape Rice crispy Treats into little nests and then fill them with like the little jelly bellies or the little robin eggs. Oh, yeah. and So that's just adorable. Yeah. This one I love, and I think this would have stopped a lot of fights when the kids were younger. Mm-hmm. Assigning colors or color code eggs and then assign each kid to that egg color. Right. So, you know, this one just picks the yellow ones. This one just gets the pink one. See? And then it keeps the kids from with all the fighting. I know. But uh, here's the I thing. I love the, that idea. The la- Well, every year we dye eggs. And the question we have to ask ourselves is why? Right. Because nobody right. wants to collect the dyed egg in the backyard. Uh-huh. They just want the one with the candy filled. See? But it's fun to dye eggs. So what do we... Maybe we, for you. Maybe they don't like it. Maybe that's what they're trying to tell you. Anymore, so, so I don't know. <laughs> what are you supposed to do with them? What are you supposed to do? And then this one, you know I have to throw in an environmental thing on oh, this. Boy. Since the plastic grass is bad for the environment. Oh, it sure is. It's yeah. dangerous to pets. You have a little dog. What if your dog ate a bunch of that grass? He it's really bad. He does plastic grass. How do you know? Because he's a smart it's dog. Just, <laughs> he eats other stuff. No. They said consider crinkle cut paper shred. Oh, okay. And it costs about the same. You can get it at those dollar stores as well. Okay. And so you put that in instead of the plastic. So you're oh, saving the environment. Oh, okay. Ashley and Brad. Do you believe in love? Well, thanks, listener, for sending us a video. I don't know who it's from. They didn't identify himself. They're a first-time texter. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, if you would, please, whenever you're texting, just identify yourself. Um, and after a couple of texts, I'll usually get an idea of who you are, and then we can put that into right. the contacts. And, but if you're just texting one off, just go ahead and tell us who you are. Maybe anyway, they don't want to know. Maybe they don't want us to know. They sent an amusing video. Okay. <laughs> since we were talking about curling the other day. Right. Of cat curling. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's like a parody thing. No, it's a real... No, they, they don't... They took legitimate Olympic footage... Of curling, and they just superimposed cats sitting oh, on top superimpo- of the okay, <laughs> so okay, on top of the curling stones. It's silly, but it's hilarious to okay. watch.
As long as no actual cats were no, hurt in the process. No, no. Here's okay. just a little sampling. Elfie Schlegel is commenting. Said that they just wanted to be here to support the girls. <laughs> they the know cat. that this is a crucial game. Just see a cat lying down on top of the stone as they... With all the <laughs> send it down. And the United States has got a little bit of a uh, dilemma here because there is It's a... just funny. All anyway, right. Thanks for sending that thank listener. You. I don't know who to thank, but just somebody But thank did. you. Exactly. 888-922-7234. Here's news. The Roundup with Ashley Page. Well, recent research out of the University of California, San Diego, is shedding new light on the connection between muscle mass and heart health, especially in men. Hmm. Uh, unlike previous assumptions that more muscle, especially, you know, in the ab area... Yeah. As a lower risk of heart disease, this study found men with larger abdominal muscle areas actually have uh, a nearly six-time greater risk of heart problems. So I wonder if this is related to, of course, having any adipose fat tissue around your internal organs, the discrete fat, is not good. Right. If this is a part of that compressing on your organs. On that kinda. visceral fat where it's yeah. pushed. You know what, though? But the the heart is a muscle, so you'd think that you'd want... Maybe it didn't, maybe it makes the heart... I don't know. I don't know all it's the things. It's interesting. But it's really... I would love to know more. Would you? Inquire. Inquiring minds need to know. <laughs> yes. Well, maybe next time you're doing your, you can sit out the ab workout okay. and you can read up on All this. Right. So Nothing Bunt Cakes mm-hmm. is uh, set to tantalize taste buds once again with their latest creation, the reimagined chocolate turtle buntlet. Mm-hmm. <gasps> that one okay. sounds good. Because my favorite there is the lemon, for sure. Yeah. But this chocolate turtle one. <laughs> okay. Mark your calendars, March 4th through the 17th. It's going to make its grand entrance both online and in bakeries across the country while okay. supplies last. All right. I don't think they're going to last very long. Well, why, would they, one. why would they extend it all the way to the 31st for Easter? I don't know. That's two weeks before Easter even gets around. Maybe they're going to so. have a special Easter one. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. So a new trailer has been released for the Huey Lewis and the News musical. Okay. Uh, it's called The Heart of Rock and Roll. It's going to be at the James Earl Jones Theater in on Broadway. Uh, It's not an autobiographical journey of the band though. The official synopsis says the musical centers on a couple of 30-somethings who knew what they wanted from life until they met each other. The musical starts on Broadway March 29th. Fun fact, yes, when we watch the uh, the making of the We Are the World we of course see Huey Lewis take over for uh, Prince who was not there. Right. But all of the news, as in Huey Lewis and the news, are in that chorus. They're there singing as well. So whenever you look at the video, you're like, hey, who are those people? I don't recognize them. A lot of them are the news. Yeah, there you go. We're with them. And that's your news roundup. Ashley and Brad. Let's talk about comfort food here on the Ashley and Brad show. But hold on. Before you dig into that bag of chips or something else here in the United States, let's talk about comfort food from around the globe. For example, not every country's comfort food is another country's. Right. I mean, like, soup seems pretty universal. Yeah. I mean, every but is that country a comfort seems... food, really? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Tomato soup and grilled cheese? Oh, uh, okay, it's just but... fantastic. I know. I mean, so good. Uh, French onion soup, obviously very popular in France. Yeah. But even here. The, uh, I've, I used to like, but when I did eat cheese, it was just too much cheese. No, I don't think mm-hmm. you could have too much you cheese. You could never. It was just like a blowing a bubble after oh. a while. <laughs> That's the best. Just if I too much of it. Giant Swiss cheese bubble. Yeah. Oh, the best. No, no. Um, ramen noodles are comfort foods in Japan, okay, but here sure. in the U.S. too. And that's kind of not a stew but or a soup, but right. a little bit. It's noodles. I totally yeah. get that. But then there's some others on this list that I thought, wow, this is really interesting. Okay. Uh, there's something in the U.K. that's called the full English breakfast or the fry up. 
mm-hmm. and it's a lot of fried food. You thought Americans didn't eat so great, right? Uh, it's sausages, back bacon, mm. blood pudding, ugh, eggs, tomatoes, mushrooms, fried bread, and yeah. beans. Yeah. Well, wow. Well, when you talk wow. about those, yeah, things you're like, um, and they said that's a massive comfort food there. I, well, I can't, I can't talk about comfort food from around the world and talk, not mention balut. Yeah, from the Philippines, from the yeah, which is a fertilized duck egg. Yeah, that's an interesting so, breakfast. Yeah, uh, a wiener schnitzel though. You're talking veal, okay, in, Aust- in Austria. Yeah, and this one actually, I've never heard of it, but it sounds really good. Mm-hmm. It's called uh, mofongo, and it's a plantain dish, super popular in Puerto Rico. Okay, and it's and it's a dish of pickled, fried, and smashed plantains that are um, flavored with garlic and salt. Mm. That okay. just sounds yeah, wonderful. So is there a comfort food that you guys know of that's not necessarily traditionally American, but yeah. you love it? Let us know what it is at 888-922-7234. Ashley and Brad. Verily I say unto thee, it is game time here on the Ashley and Brad radio program. And as we take a look at the old King James television guide... That's right. Oh, the TV guide. That's right. The old TV guide that they published in the King's English from okay. Once Upon a Time. What do you of mean course, in the King's? What else would it be in? No, I mean because it's King James English. Oh. It's Shakespearean. Okay. I'm, going to font, oh. I'm going to read some of these television shows as they are described in Shakespearean or perhaps King James English. Are you ready? Here we go. Got it. Mirthful echoes from the city's heart. Witness the daily exploits of a merry company within the bustling heart of a great city. Laughter and revelry abound as they navigate the challenges amidst song and spoken word. Yeah. Wait, so it's a comedy? Yes. About a married family? About no. a about a married couple? Is that what you said? No, merry company. Oh, merry, merry company. company within the bustling heart of a great city. Is that friends? No. Oh. It's no, but the giveaway is at the very end as they navigate the challenges amidst song and spoken word. Glee? No. <laughs> Good guess. But this was <laughs> they couldn't describe it in King James because this technology didn't exist before Old King Jim. So it's something IT related? And, well, not even that far advanced, but somewhere around the time of Barcody came this stuff. Television shows. So is a musical? Well, or music? The daily exploits of a merry company within the bustling heart of a city in Ohio, where the laughter and revelry abound as they navigate the challenges amidst song and spoken word. Is this WKRP in Cincinnati? And that's exactly what oh, it is. Oh, gotcha, You can't gotcha, describe gotcha. radio because it didn't. Anyway. Right. Yeah, you see uh-huh, what I'm getting got at. Got it. How about this one? Okay. Gallant Fellowships Adventures. Follow the valiant exploits of a noble fellowship as they journey across the land in their chariot of valor, a vessel wrought with sturdy frame and steadfast wheels, traversing the highways and byways of the land, lending aid to those in need and championing the cause of righteousness. What television show? ER? Was. <laughs> no. Like an ambulance? The, no. <laughs> What's but, their chariot? Well, you're, you're on to something. Okay. You're, they focused on the chariot specifically. So it's an ambulance show? The, uh, not an ambulance show, no. But it was a van. You're very close to that. It was a van? Yes. And, and there were four fellows in this noble fellowship. A first aid van of some kind? <laughs> first aid van, no. <laughs> Turning across the land. In their chariot of valor, 
Uh, it was as dark as night with a red stripe, a, a crimson stripe on the side of it. This fan, their chariot of valor. <laughs> I doth um, pity the fool who does oh, not Mr. know. Oh, Mr. T. It's, a, yes. it's that Mr. T show. I don't know the name of it. The A-Team. The A-Team. The A-Team. Ashley and Brad. Fun fact time with us, Ashley and Brad. Although this once upon a time used to be just a summer fruit, mm-hmm. it is year round nowadays. I do love that that we uh, yeah. that we're able to get stuff all the time. But yeah. I gotta say, there is such a difference between the ripe ones, oh yeah, and the ones that they often find in the store that are packaged before they're ripe. Right, we're talking about strawberries. But you can tell uh, the deep red ones. You know, are yeah. oh yeah. With the, but the ones with the green on top are still the ones they saw if you find in the store quite yeah. often. Well, and anyway. here, here's the thing. Yeah. I love, and I, too, used to think of it as like a late spring, early summer kind of a, yeah. a fruit. Right. And there's a bunch of different origin stories behind the actual name of strawberry. Yeah. The more widely accepted version is the one that berries would drop off the leaves and become strewn about the plants. Mm-hmm. So they were called strewn berries. I see. And then kind of became strawberries uh, along the line. And the other one is that there was a time, and even maybe some gardeners still do this today, when strawberry beds were mulched with straw and it insulated them over the I over see. the winter. Yeah. And it would keep the weeds at bay. So they were called straw because the, the mulch. Yeah, right. They are sweet. They are delightfully low in calories, mm-hmm. uh, and but they're not actually a berry because the seeds are on the outside. Outside, yeah. So in fact, it's the only fruit with external seeds. Yeah. It's got its own special category because they're like, well, we don't, we right. don't, it doesn't really have a category. They were grown in the wild for thousands of years, and the French uh, in the 1300s went, oh, let's try to eat this thing and see mm. what it is. And although they are grown in every single state here mm-hmm. in the United States, 75 percent of the U.S. strawberries are grown in California. Ashley and Brad.